I can't do it. Dig deeper than natural means. See, God has been forcing me to the core of my own depravity, distilling what's in me till everything I is left behind in the pure water vaporized, and I've come to grips that everything else pales in comparison. But I start to look at God like I look at them through the lens of all my failure and disappointment, but he's different. See, the devil says what you're doing isn't significant, but really, God accepts it as priceless. There can be an area that he's displeased with, but that doesn't mean that he despises the entire relationship. His eyes are foraging throughout the entire earth, looking for a heart that's fully his. He wants more than just an intense moment or sensual experience. Worship is everything that we do. Involve God in little everyday stuff. Head knowledge ain't enough. We got to be willing to set aside everything we think we know. See, God identifies us according to our destinies, not our failure. And sometimes the biggest obstacle is what we've seen before and we've grown so accustomed to losing. It's what we go back to. Find identity in what God has called you to, not what you do. Break through how people view you, but that's just how life is. No, that's excuses, but the system doesn't work. Nah, you ain't been working the system. Living from the outside in, conforming to every passing trend while what's within is left outside of our minds and we're wondering why we can't get right going throughout life with our inner man drowning in the eternally insignificant the ultimate pursuit of man is a deeper relationship with God and every person has a thirst for something greater but it's been twisted our disobedience has opened us up we must learn to discern between attacks from the enemy and the trials from our own lust and rebellion There's darkness from sin, flat out ignorance, and there are powers of darkness. On the contrary, there's a darkness from God, and Isaiah 50 warns us not to kindle our own flame. The temptation is great to light our own way, and I'm telling you, it would be so easy just to strike a match, but God dwells in thick darkness. Then what's all this vision? It's hard not to burn something when these sleepless dreams been tearing me to pieces. Do you see this? Meanwhile, this cloud is just calling me to reach it. Them vapors leaking. It can't be grasped with the fingerprint or traced back DNA spiral staircase. Do you feel it pulsing through your veins? That's greatness knocking, planning its escape fate. Winching us towards that which was spoken We just gotta keep holding, keep hoping It's not about a feeling, it's a knowing And if you look at the marks on the walls You've been growing And three weeks after conception You've started showing It ain't about a moment We go in the distance If you look back then you've missed it It's never been about business But we're still trying to figure out Why we're shaped so awkward All our little insets and outlets Just where the other segments of the puzzle fit But we're just one piece But we think we a Pincasso, alone we won't grow. We'll stay with our big heads, swole cologne and antiperspirant applied over sweat-drenched pits. We've grown accustomed to the smell of our own stench. See, God always uses relationship. You need to find somebody that ain't gonna patty cake or be afraid to tell you just how bad your breath really is. Someone you can be ugly, honest, transparent with. Then, submit. You say, but I'm doing my best. Isn't that enough? No, it never was because God didn't put you here alone. You have a whole family of faith to make sure you stay girded up. The great cloud of witnesses have prepared the way. Contend for the faith. The more comfort you feel here in this meat case, the farther away you get drawn from your real home. Life is a vapor. Don't waste yours. Trade in what's fading for what can't be shaken. Bind his law to your heart. Inscribe it in your mind. 
Jesus is seen by our eyes in another facet. His light shining through our brokenness, causing refraction. God's glory placed in us who need him in such a deeper way. Take the angels. They've never known or needed healing, much less pain. Raindrops bending light into a brilliant display of the full color spectrum. I'd like you to meet Roy G. Biv. He's the embodiment of an eternal covenant. And typically, no one just thanks God for light. But when it's seen shining through our brokenness, everyone marvels. I'd like to invite you to rest on Yahweh's good book instead of vanities. Our fantasy life is proof of what's inside. And every time I speak, I release me. I guard the truth in my heart. No deceit. I'm Cain truthfully and I've held back far too long. It's time to release. I feel it building like a sneeze and all that pepper is just a propellant pushing me to my destiny. But I look in the mirror. Is this really me? Am I really free? Is this even where I'm supposed to be? Where's the peace? Why am I questioning? My God's got me. You can't stop me, can't block me. And strangely, this is right where God wants me. And I'll go to hell and back if I know that's where he has me at. And this hostility is producing a dependency, pulling me close, not pushing me away, but home. It doesn't cause me to go out, but draw in. It doesn't repel me, but attracts me to him. And this pressure is building community because I see you bleeding the same blood, crying the same tears. He didn't pick us because of our strength, certainly not because of our superior militancy. He picked us because we're weak. He can use anything. Teen pregnancy, he's birthing a warrior breed, a monogene, and all of your abnormalities were his choice pick. And he hand-selected your hostile womb, and through the pain of process will produce power for the purpose. Amongst other things, even Jesus had to learn obedience through his suffering. It's time to fight tooth and nail against every high thing that tries to rise against the knowledge of God and bring them to the obedience of Christ. Look them straight in the eye and say, only one of us will make it out of here alive. But it just so happens that giant is 13-5. So now it's time for you and I to die. It's midnight and gestation started in darkness. It was conceived in the shadow and it doesn't always go like we think it should. But God isn't writing a child's pop-out picture book full of three-letter words and excitement. He's writing a drama with a twist and an unexpected series of events. And if we stick with it, we'll be victorious in the end. If we don't quit, we win. But then you have a contraction. He's checking to see what you put your trust in. When all is well, there's no travail. And during birth, it doesn't get better. It gets worse. And we didn't get to choose when God started it. He's the beginning and the end. There's no stopping him. And that bloody mess is soon eclipsed. And that stench becomes a delicious fragrance. But in the midst of it, they thought the system was against them. But remember, God gave you that bitter to get you a taste for the better. He put you in the ring just to see if you were going to lay down and quit or if you still got some fight left. You haven't yet resisted to the point of bloodshed. So if you're defeated, it's because you were trying to do it in your own strength or you really didn't want to fight in the first place. So now run courageously into battle, knowing the areas that you're weak will be met with God's grace. And if we're going down, hey, let's die hard, giving it everything. Let's die empty, remembering that God is working that he does have a plan and he dwells in the realm of the impossible.